0: Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com
1: Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
2: And welcome back. So, Marsha, I'm thinking that we do the show four times a month, right, every Saturday. Right. And And at least... Oh, maybe a third of the show is about stuff that has absolutely nothing to do with computers or technology or gadgets or social media. So maybe one show a month, we should just do Mark and Marcia talk about really nothing important.
0: That was today.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, but
0: but, 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 the once a year thing, which we've never gone to, yeah, we say we we're always going go to Yeah, we got to do that next
2: year. Next year, okay. let's make a pack. Live
0: go. from Comic-Con, we have Justin Moore Brown, who's a brand builder, social media lover, former food truck operator, paintballer golfer, owner of a Big Head, uh, <laughs> operates Big H Design, and on Twitter, he's Big Head Asian. And he's been going to Comic-Con for the past three years, and his tweets are totally cracking me up. So I asked him to give us a live report because he says it's even more ridiculous than last year. Mm, well, Justin, here. Justin, how yes, ridiculous is it? How ridiculous uh, is it? It's, it's ridiculous.
3: Um, this was this was my third year, and each year has gotten uh, significantly larger and larger and grander in scale. Um, this is actually the first year that I've seen the fire marshal walking through, and telling people about fire hazards and um, not allowing people to sit on the floor so that's definitely something that is kind of making me think what there how many people are here I guess I heard uh, well those I hear those ship.
0: Klingon co- I hear those Klingon costumes are really fire danger <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dude, yeah, There's but, a lot of flammable costumes out here that's for sure
2: but is the fire marshal dressed in some really cool outfit or is he just in his fire marshal outfit?
3: He just, uh, he just played it safe and just went with his fire marshal. Wow. But uh, I think a, to a lot of people's disappointment.
2: Yeah, I can imagine. So what's going on down there? It's so cool. Marsha, we have to go next year. It's so cool. You
3: guys have to go. Um, pan, I, panels, uh, art exhibits, um, premieres, uh, celebrities walking around, um, all the restaurants in the area in the, in the gas lamp District, uh, a majority of them get converted to uh TV show type uh, restaurants like Mary Jane's Cafe and Harbuck Hotel converts to Cafe DM, which is sci-fi's a uh, sci-fi's restaurant. Uh, it's it's like a, the, the whole city gets into it.
0: How you know, wonderful! I- listen, so I have a couple of new favorite sci-fi shows. Let tell me if they're down there. Um, I'm liking uh, Falling Skies.
3: Yep, yeah, yeah, here. There's a panel on it yesterday, and um, the, the wait to get into that one was I think about three hours.
0: Wow, fabulous! How are you watching the show? It's fabulous, isn't
3: it? <laughs> I love that show. It's one of my favorite new shows, definitely. Uh,
0: so, what other shows are having representatives?
2: Well, what about Haven? On? Is Haven on? Because I love hey, Haven on.
3: Haven Haven is here. I think they have a panel. I um I haven't heard much about it though, but I know Haven is here. Uh, Big Bang Theory, True Blood, oh, uh, really? lots of karmics. Uh, the Torchwood. The uh, yeah, Torchwood. Yeah, definitely. Torchwood had this big thing, um, uh, a private screening of some shows, and it was only by ticket only to get Man. in.
0: Man, oh, I love Torchwood.
3: That's oh, a good one. A lot of people were walking around with those masks from Torchwood. Oh yeah, um, yeah yeah. Perfect. It was perfect. Um, the the wait to get into Big Bang Theory yesterday was five hours, and that was oh, and cool. people didn't even get in. People wait, didn't get so in explain,
0: after
2: five hours. I mean,
0: so I the, wouldn't the, wait five hours for.
2: Anything. I wouldn't wait five hours for anything. <laughs> no, I mean so the panels obviously they have people from the show, they have producers, directors, but are they just ongoing all day long? Do people come in and out? What what do you or it starts and you have to wait five hours just to get into the beginning of it?
3: Um, panels go on all day. People line up five hours in advance. So if, uh, the, the Big Bang Theory panel was at 1230, people started lining up at
0: 730. Oh my god. I, yeah. you know, it's, I, and I've also heard they're going to have a Four Captains panel, which I was at a Four Captains Star Trek panel at a Star Trek convention once, where they had Avery Brooks, Kate Mulgrew, mm-hmm. Um um somebody helped me here Patrick Stewart and William Shatner all on the stage at the same time and I understand they're going to be recreating that at Comic-Con oh, this cool. year
3: yeah, they're going to be doing something big along the lines of that. I don't know who exactly is on it, but, yeah, there's
2: gonna it's going to be huge. You know, it's funny. I heard some kind of quote, the new movie that's coming out, I think, at the end of the month, Cowboys versus Aliens, I think is cowboys the name. Cowboys and Aliens, yep. Cowboys and Aliens. And I guess there was some, some criticism of the film, you know, how could there be cowboys in the middle, you know, when the, when the aliens didn't exist and so on and so forth. And I think the producer said, no, you can have aliens from outer space turn into, you know, hot cars in Transformers, but cowboys and aliens, that can't possibly happen.
3: <laughs> there was actually there was actually a lot of discussion around that, because I, um, I actually went to a signing for Cowboys and Aliens with John Favreau and the, the other director, um, and a lot of people were saying, oh, this isn't the first time, uh, you, know, alien, you know, genres have been crossed over and stuff like that, and they started citing all these sources and references, so a lot of people I think were just kind of like more uh, curious to see how it's going to come out. Uh, the, world, the world premieres tonight, which um, I, I'm oh. lucky enough to be attending it, so I'll be able to tell you guys how it comes out.
2: Hey, anything with Harrison Ford cannot be a bad film.
3: Harrison Ford is unable to do bad films.
2: Yeah, he really is. Well, wow. so, so
0: tell what, what, me what else you're seeing down there. I want to know more.
3: <laughs> there's a they, they they created this whole South Park experience. Uh, South Park, the TV show on Comedy Central. They created basically a little town um, huh. where it's all interactive. You can you can take pictures with like the characters. You can you can eat food. You can sit down, create your own South Park character that looks like you. And then right next to it, the food truck court with all San Diego food trucks. So I mean, there's. Anything that you want is is totally within the area. It's uh it's all accessible and it's just excessive nerd geek, geek fandom.
2: So uh, what is the coolest costume you've seen down there?
3: I mean, I've, I've, I've seen some. I really don't know what they were, but um, <laughs> the the amount of time that people have spent in these, I saw somebody dressed up as a Tron costume that had that that literally lit up, wow. um, like the characters in Tron. It was just it was amazing. And these people are so creative and. They spend so much time on this just for one day, but it's amazing the reactions they get. Just people constantly asking them. You would think they're celebrities based on how many people want to take pictures with them.
2: And this is a nice convention because the public can go to this, correct?
3: Yeah, the public can go to if you are lucky enough to get tickets. Yeah, now.
0: that's the pr- yeah that's the problem, Mark. You see, the tickets what sold out. Ten minutes after they were announced or something like yep. that?
3: T- tickets sell out uh, like pretty much instantly. It's, it's impossible nowadays to get
0: N- it. Now, wasn't there some noise that they were going to move it to Los Angeles?
3: There was some noise. Um, San Diego recently signed like, re-signed a contract for about three years, I think, uh, to keep it here. But one thing that I'm wondering is, I don't know if San Diego can really uh, maintain this capacity. Uh, oh, without that's what I
0: other... heard, they, that they can't. And I heard they were moving to Los Angeles because of the large crowds, and yet that never happened.
3: Yeah, San Diego really wants to keep it here. It's the single bus- busiest weekend out of the entire year for them. Uh, and uh, <laughs> So they really want to keep it here. But, I mean, the only other option I could see them doing is uh, opening up other hotels and breaking up the convention in other hotels.
2: And that doesn't uh, work. They tried that with E3, and it was a horrible way yeah, of doing
3: E3, it. Yeah, E3 wasn't uh, wasn't too good because of that, I think.
2: Right. Exactly. I tell you, if
3: they move it to L.A., though, I'll be kind of sad, though, because I love San Diego.
2: Yeah, it's a great place to visit, actually. But for Marcia and and sake, we'd love it to be in LA, you know, as as some other things are. Uh, what do they charge to get in for the public?
3: Um, each day, uh, like I bought, I bought my five day pass, which included the, free, the preview night last year uh, for about 100, 100, 120 bucks. Um, so it's actually pretty affordable. But each day, I think comes out to like fifty bucks if you buy it individually.
0: Hmm. Now tell me about the food truck challenge. I'm dying to know uh, <laughs> what kind of food do they have? Is it fried everything?
3: Um, they have like a lot of a uh, lot of their you know well-known trucks down here. One of the trucks being featured on the um, Great Food Truck Race this season. Um, oh, I had this one barbecue truck that had brisket and macaroni cheese in a in a sandwich. Mm. Uh, mm. Um, it Ooh. sounds ridiculous, but it tasted amazing. I just wanted to eat it forever. <laughs>
0: So anything else what so you 've got panels? what are you doing for the rest of the day
3: um, I, I say i'm i 'm pretty burnt but i 'm trying to uh, trying to hit up some panels or just kind of take it all in like saturdays today's the biggest day, so I really want to kind of people watch um, all all day today and just kind of take in the event because today everyone's going to be here, and so this is going to be the most action the, uh, the celebrities and all the uh, signings are going to be out today. Um, I saw LL cool j I took a picture with a few other people, so i 've gotten my fan on.
2: Now, is there? I understand Captain America has got some things down there.
3: Uh, Captain America has this huge stage. It's um, it's basically like a like it almost looks like a replica from like the movie, and uh, they do a lot of the uh, the releases there. Like Chris Evans was there on Friday, um, and a couple of the actors. like came out and just did some signings and took pictures and stuff like that.
2: Now, does it annoy anyone that, uh, from what I understand, half the cast of Captain America is from Australia?
3: I mean, nobody cares as long as the, the people here don't care who, who who plays the actors as long as the movie is uh, true to the comics.
2: You know, I kind of have that same issue with Superman, who's coming out with the new Superman. I think is Australian.
3: <laughs> they're coming out with a new Spider Man too. No, no one really understands all these things, but as long as they're good,
2: hey, very very cool.
0: Now, are you? Is, is William Shatner down there?
3: William Shatner probably is here. Um, he's probably just
0: hiding. Uh, I well, don't him forget I to follow. Don't forget to follow his tweets. He's also really big on Google Plus now. But I love it. In most of his tweets, he signs them "My Best Bill."
2: Oh yeah, you were saying that. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: I have to tell you, I met William Shatner years and years and years ago um, at a Star Trek convention, and I said to him, "Bill, you know, y- you know, I write the eBay books here. You know, we could really be selling this stuff on eBay." And you know what Shatner told me? That Internet thing, nobody's ever going to make any money off of that.
2: <laughs> and that was just a week he ago him. he said that.
0: Unbelievable, and look where it got him. A whole new career.
2: Yeah, isn't that amazing? Cool stuff.
0: So before we let you go, anything else you want to tell people about uh, Comic-Con?
3: If you guys uh, haven't been, it's definitely, definitely, definitely a must-experience uh, must, must experience event. Um, do whatever you can to get, some, uh, get tickets, and uh, come on down and enjoy San Diego next year, because it may not be here in three years
2: yeah there you go hey thank you so much justin uh, th- thanks for the report i just Marsha, we got to go next year
3: you yeah, well, we to have go to go do a live report
2: yeah that would be great yeah we, we can broadcast, broadcast from yeah. down there yeah. yeah we try yeah actually we did try to broadcast this year uh, the station tried to do it just couldn't get it set up in time but maybe next no, year. no we'll actually
0: broadcast. they did uh earlier this week just oh, they, not today.
2: Oh, they did? Oh. All yeah, right.
0: yeah, they, yeah, they skipped us right over.
2: Oh, that's lovely. But, <laughs> okay.
0: Justin, thank you so much. I'm so glad you responded to my tweet. That's the great thing about social media. I saw you doing fun stuff this morning. I thought it would be great on the show.
3: Love it! Thanks for the opportunity, guys, and thanks hey, so much for talking to
0: you. Always good to talking. To thanks for calling, Justin. That's Take Justin care. Bighead Asian on.
2: Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very very cool. All right, so when we come back, we're going to do uh, we're going to talk about uh, some of the uh, t- uh, tech things, right? The top hundred tech things mm-hmm. in the universe. Yes, yeah. Marshall.
0: Yeah. yeah, gadgets, 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 gadgets. things,
2: gadgets. gadgets, whatever those little things yeah. are that you play with. All right, <laughs> we come back eight seven seven four seven four three three zero two. We'll be right back.
0: This is Marcia Collier, and I'm along with Mark Cohen here on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk.
1: You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marcia Collier.
4: If you own a business, here's a concept that can give your business a serious breakthrough. I call it the stadium pitch. What if I could put all of your potential buyers in a giant stadium and give you the chance to walk out and present to them all at once, making your company famous in a single day? Could you do it? 99% of business owners surveyed are not prepared. Are you? If we put you in front of all your potential buyers right now, listen, there are 14 strategic objectives for an opportunity like this, and I'll bet you won't think of more than two or three. Heck, I'll give you all 14 if you call 800 833-0111. This is Tony Robbins. I've spent the last three decades creating business breakthroughs, and now I've teamed with Chet Holmes, the author of the number one business book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. This stadium pitch concept is invaluable if you're a business owner who wants to be at the cutting edge of business breakthroughs today. And it's expertly depicted in a stunning report that I'll give you as my gift if you call 800-833-0111. Leave us your email, and we'll email the report to you in five seconds. Call 800-833-0111. Zero one one one.
2: And thank you as always for joining us, 877 474 And let us talk about the cool gadgets that Marsha has found over time, right? Yeah,
0: you know, gadgets that change the world.
2: Yeah, okay, cool.
0: Okay, now you, so you've got to chime in here and uh, see let me know if you have one or you love okay. it or whatever.
2: I probably um, own all of them because I'm <laughs> such a freak about that stuff.
0: How about a modem?
2: I've heard of it. They when still do you use those? think
0: the first modem, well, technically you have a modem that connects to your cable right. no, or yes, your of DSL. Course. I mean, right. we all no, have, I have a
2: modem. modem. We all have modems. Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, modem draws the first letters of the words modulation
2: mm-hmm.
0: and demodulation. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the when first do you modem. think the
0: first modem came out?
2: Okay. I'm going to take a wild guess here. 1950
0: close 1949 wow uh, the okay. fir- the first modems converted us air force rated data into sounds and squawked them over phone lines
2: right cuz they were used well before the internet was invented
0: exactly and In the 90s it finally hit 54 kilobytes per second
2: 54 okay
0: Yeah, which is fast enough to know you've got mail.
2: Yeah, right. (laughs) Exactly.
0: 56 kilobytes, excuse me. Because I remember buying an external 56K motor. Oh, it was big time. And it went,
2: did it go... Pretty much.
0: Pretty much. That's kind of like it sounds when I dial into the station.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Same cup. Probably the same thing. Yep. Okay, the handheld GPS.
2: The handheld GPS. Okay.
0: Okay, well, clearly... The government
2: yes. used GPS sure. for
0: a long time, right? Maybe,
2: maybe in when the 40s. When do you
0: think? When? When do you GPS? Come on, that's global satellite positioning. 40s. When was there a satellite in the well,
2: 40s? How do you think the spacecrafts landed in Area 51 if they didn't uh-huh. have GPS Okay, located? so all right. So the first the GPS... government
0: opened up the GPS for civilian use in 1983. Okay. Which is because the Soviets downed a Korean airliner in a no-fly zone. Yeah, oh, all of a sudden the technology
2: was exposed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So Magellan sold the first handheld unit in 1989.
2: 1989. Okay. Exactly.
0: Okay, now, hmm, vacuum cleaner. You got one of those, right? What kind do you have?
2: Uh I have that guy that was God, the the almost the inventor of vacuum machine, a uh, vacuum cleaner, on my show. Yeah, Oric, yeah. yeah.
0: I but, have an Oreck too. I love an Oreck, you know. Yeah. My daughter has the Dyson, which, you know, looks like a space capsule, and it's fabulous. But bottom line, all these things do is suck.
2: Mm -hmm. I mean, that's all it needs (laughs) to do. Isn't that what they're supposed to do, right? (laughs) It
0: needs to beat the rug, and it needs to suck.
2: But they suck in a good way.
0: the Auric vacuum cleaner weighs eight pounds. Sucks, puts the stuff into a bag. I never have to look at it, my favorite. So anyway, when do you think that was invented?
2: The vacuum cleaner, uh, 1946.
0: Hmm, 1908.
2: Whoa, yes, that's right. Yeah, I think I do know that. You
0: remember that. That was my second choice. It was a Hoover, and it cost $60 in 1908, which in today's prices is about $1,400. Now,
2: when your daughter is, is at the kitchen sink and she's slicing up vegetables and then she decides to vacuum, is she slicing and dicing?
0: Wah, wah, wah.
2: Mm-hmm. and dice Slicing and dicing, get it? You know, the Dyson okay. vacuum cleaner, slicing. All right, a very, okay.
0: very important gadget that did yeah. change the world was the mm-hmm. brownie camera. Oh, yeah. Um, when do you think brownie cameras first came out?
2: 1940. 1900. Wow, Really? The I know, camera? right?
0: I, the Brownie camera. Wow, I
2: would have thought that would have later. It was one of the first
0: box cameras. Okay. And, you know, Ansel Adams, the famous photographer, sure. yeah. his parents gave one to him oh, during wow. a 1916 trip to Yosemite.
1: Oh, my
2: gosh.
0: Um, And he was 14. Wow. When setting up his first photo, Ansel tumbled off a tree stump and inadvertently pressed the shutter.
1: Huh.
0: He he rated the accidental image one of my favorites from this my first year of photography in 1916. Wow. That's cool. Cool, huh? Yeah, very cool. Okay, um, how about the remote control? Okay, I'm
2: going to go with 1964. 1950. Okay.
0: But at that time, it was tethered to the TV with a wire. The flesh- really? Wire- oh, I don't
2: that. Wow, really?
0: Right. The first wireless remote was called the Flashmatic, and it used a beam of light to operate the TV.
2: 1964.
0: Uh, I don't have a date, sorry. Oh. What? I don't know everything. What? I know. Okay, when did the VCR come out, right?
2: Okay, this one I can almost Okay, you don't of. have to
0: miss Kojak anymore because you're watching. Yeah, Palomo. let me think, because okay. I
2: had the first VCR. It was an RCA, and I'm going to say this was 19... Ooh, gosh, let me think for a second. 78.
0: You're close. Because I had the one you had. I mm-hmm. remember that one. Okay. But actually the first one was this 1976 Betamax.
2: Oh, close. That was close.
0: Yep. There you yep. go. Yep. And you know how that worked out, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They still around? Actually, interestingly enough, the funny thing about the Betamax, they're still used as, pro- in professional, in uh, professional use. Yeah. In yeah. cameras, uh, television cameras.
0: Now, t- how about a DVD player?
2: DVD. Okay. DVD, I'm going to go with 1996. The
0: first, pro- the, de- the prototype was developed in 1994 by
2: Toshiba. Ah, see? I'm better at that than I thought. At
0: this and stuff. it was just a pile of circuit boards nicknamed the Fire Watchtower. Okay. It was totally unstable, but it proved that DVD quality crushed that of VC- VHS. Mm-hmm. The Players finally came out in 96, and the, what was the first DVD movie released? This is a oh good
2: one. Oh, gosh, the first DVD.
0: Twister, your favorite. Oh,
2: that was the... Uh, about With the
0: flying cows and Helen Hunt, yeah, yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I just saw that not too long ago. Really? That was the first one?
0: That wow. was the first one in 1997. Oh, and my gosh. Okay. What a great movie to watch on DVD. And if you kick in your Bose sound system, boy, oh, that... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah,
2: exactly. Great
0: movie, great yeah. movie. Yeah,
2: yeah definitely.
0: Okay, we got got room for a little. Yeah, we got a few more couple here. more. We can do. Um, what do you got? Electric guitar.
2: Electric guitar. That had to be back before the 60s. So I would say the mid 50s, 1956.
0: Well, it was 1951 when Keith Richards was okay. eight years old. Wow. Uh, Fender designed the first mass-produced solid-body electric guitar, which was called the Telecaster. Okay. Okay, now let me see. How about zippers?
2: Well, zi- oh gosh, that was done no, in. I know this. This is tough. And, and buttons. And it's... I'm going to go with 1936.
0: Okay, the buttons' dominance began to slip in 1921 when B.F. Goodrich used a separable fascinator. fastener. Fastener. Huh? A separable fastener is what they called it. Okay. It was a redesign of a closure that debuted at the 1893 Chicago World's Fair in wow. its zipper boots. Mm-hmm. Soon, zippers were everywhere, replacing buttoned-up class with interlocking efficiency.
2: I don't like button pants. I have to say, you know, a lot of jeans came with button pants. While they're easier to open, they're harder to close. Does that make um, sense?
0: Yeah, my daughter's father was in the Navy, mm-hmm. and, you know, they have those pants. I think they have nine buttons on them. Yeah. You know, because it has this little flap. You know why there's nine buttons? No, why? Nine chances for a girl to say no.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Whatever that means, okay?
0: (laughs) Okay, a laptop.
2: (laughs) When was the laptop invented?
0: First laptop, okay?
2: Oh, gosh. The first laptop, I have to think about this now. The first computer desktop was back in around the 80s. Was it 80s? No? I haven't even said anything well, yet. How can it be no?
0: Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay,
2: so I'm try- trying to work this out. So the desktops were in the early 80s. Land. I'm going to say 1986. Okay, in 1982, mm-hmm. uh,
0: the first, Columbus
2: the ocean first successful
0: uh-huh. laptop was an 11-pound grid compass, which was a clamshell computer that went on sale in 1962.
2: Mm-hmm. 1962. Uh,
0: 1982.
2: 1982.
0: Sorry. Okay. Yeah. What can I say? Okay. And then my favorite, the answering machine. I mean, the answering machine has become an iconic thing when you watch movies and things like that. But when did they really get invented?
2: I'm going to really invent it. I was going to say they were. They I mean, became
0: released, in, okay.
2: I mean, they came into use. PhoneMate was one of the first companies.
0: That's right. That was yeah. the first company. Okay, yeah. so
2: I'm going to say 1973.
0: 71, very good. Yeah,
2: uh-huh.
0: Um. You know, uh, the PhoneMate Model 400 yep. could capture 20 messages on its tape. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you could start avoiding phone calls.
2: And it was a tape. It was an actual, for those who don't it know what we're tape. talking about, yep. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. an actual yeah. tape, right?
0: Yep. And um, it was a pop culture thing on a 1997 Seinfeld episode. To avoid talking to his girlfriend, George repeatedly listens to his own outgoing message. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. The yeah. iconic answering machine. Mm-hmm. kind of misanswering machines. Well, I never yeah. even listen to my messages, so don't leave me any. <laughs> I, I don't. Google Google Voice sends me some sort of transcription, which right. I read. Right. And then I got your message, and we'll talk later. I'll mm-hmm. email you. She doesn't return good. your
2: phone call, so don't, don't, don't <laughs> bother to call her.
0: Yeah, you can tweet bother.
2: her. Maybe she'll respond to your tweet. But yeah, basically, I will
0: more likely respond to a tweet. Uh, yeah, right. Brevity is the heart of my soul.
2: <laughs> brevity? Can, that, can I quote you on that?
0: Yeah, you can. I tweeted something about that this morning. Did you? Like, uh, okay. Yeah.
2: Right. Yep, yep, yep.
0: Um, the mouse.
2: The mouse. Uh, let me think. The first mouse, I'm going to go in the 80s with this. I'm going to go in 1982. <coughs> 1974. So off, you are so... 1953.
0: 1952.
2: Oh, Let's see my third try.
0: Canadian researchers actually used a bowling ball to create the first trackball.
2: Boy, that must have been hard on your laptop computer.
0: Yeah, right. 31 years later, Apple paired its Lisa computer with a small controller that retained the same basic design for a de- decades.
2: Wow, very cool. A yeah. hey, 20th so Century that Fox is offering there you go.
0: on gadgets that change the
2: world. All right, we'll talk more about this when we come back. 877-474-3302. This
0: is Marsha Collier, and I'm here with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over a hundred party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool tools.
5: Could your business
6: use $10,000 to a half million dollars in cash flow to grow faster? Do you need money for things like purchasing inventory or advertising your business? If you do, call AmeriMerchant. AmeriMerchant offers a variety of working capital programs for your business. While banks have tightened up their criteria to give money to small businesses, AmeriMerchant is providing working capital to all types of businesses every day. They even have special programs that allow your business to purchase inventory or advertise with no money up front grow your business today with up to a half million dollars in new cash flow in as little as seven days only from AmeriMerchant call us right now for a free quote 800-430-7570 800-430-7570 call us 24 hours a day for a free quote 800-430-7570, 800-430-7570. Eight hundred four three zero seventy five seventy eight hundred four three zero seven five seven zero.